0: Tuned into 96.7 on your FM dial. This is Hugh Cruzel, and the program is QOL, Quality of Life having a cold beer in your hands uh well one hand anyways maybe both I don't know uh maybe two beer I suppose that you you certainly do enjoy life uh today my guest is Brenda at Yellowbelly we're talking to each other I'm in Sudbury Ontario she's in St. John's Newfoundland and here we are talking about beer tell us about Yellowbelly please Brenda
1: Well, we're um, celebrating our 15th anniversary this year, so we opened up on the corner of um, George Street and Water Street in St. John's, of course, the oldest city in North America, on the oldest, uh, you know, Merchant Street in North America, Um, and where we're situated is actually the busiest pedestrian corner in the city of St. John's, so it's a great location and a historic building that we restored, uh, you know, 15 years ago.
0: 15 years ago now why did i not come and visit you uh i only really learned about yellow belly. do you think that a lot of canadians don't know about yellow belly
1: oh i'm sure my lord i'm you know i mean we we haven't seen everybody in newfoundland yet so we're we're still waiting the doors the door is open for everyone and, and it's uh, warmth yeah, it's,
0: right you're very warm it it's a place that welcomes visitors
1: exactly we love to see people and of course you know this past summer was very warm so you never know you might luck into some good weather but it doesn't matter because it's not cold in the pub
0: <laughs> do um do do you do special things because it's st john's newfoundland but do you, do you do i know there's some places where you get to have special drinks or do special activities is that what happens at yellow belly too
1: yeah, so when we opened a brewery uh, 15 years ago, our brewmaster, Liam McKenna, he's, uh, you know, one of these, but um, you know, he's a brewmaster, but then he's really a master brewer. I mean, he's phenomenal. Um, and he's, you know, makes very well-balanced beers. But when we opened, we sat down and said, well, what's our philosophy about our beer? What what do we want our beer style to be? And myself and my husband, both of Irish descent, and, and Liam is, you know, um, you loves know, Ireland and of Scottish descent. Himself and we wanted to do beers that were very similar to the ales of Ireland and England and uh, Scotland, so we started off with that premise and then we kind of steeped in the culture where we were and where we're located, and the name Yellow Belly actually comes from that corner of uh, St John's. It's called Yellow Belly Corner through history, and it's where the um, the People from Waterford when they came over to uh, Newfoundland in the 1830s, that's where they hung out. That was their corner, and, it got, and they were named the Yellow Bellies, and that corner got named Yellow Belly Corner. Um, and it's from the team, the hurling team from the Wexford area. They used to wear yellow sashes around the waistline, ah. and people nicknamed yeah people nicknamed them the Yellow Bellies. And so, because of the high Irish history of that location and because of our own um you know family history and um and the old building that it was, we decided to call it the, Bell- the yellow belly brewery and um so our beers are four standard uh, you know signature beers that we've been making since day one. we have our yellow belly pale ale we have our Wexford wheat ale named after the city of Wexford in Ireland we have our fighting Irish pale ale. And we have our Saint John's Stout, um, you know, so it is very similar in style and presentation to a typical stout from Ireland like Guinness, um, and um, with the creamy head, it's beautiful. It's a, you know, a nice, beautiful um, finish to it, and it's it's a little sweeter, I find, um, than you know um, some of those some of those European stouts. But um, yeah, so we do those. They're our signature brands. We do also have a. Um, it Come From Away um, bear, uh, we did it named after the play, um, yes. uh, Come From Away, and um, my husband's father-in-law is one of the characters portrayed in that play, and uh, so our connection to that is very strong, and of course we know the writers and the producers very well, and they were you know give us permission to use the brand and of course that's a saying here in newfoundland to come from away and so we do have a beer called come from away and it's a um uh, it's an east coast um uh dry hop pale ale and uh, we do an iceberg water cider oh my
0: so goodness did. that sounds Absolutely fantastic did.
1: <laughs> we do local things all the time, and our seasonal beers—we try to keep them relevant. And we do a blueberry sour, like with Newfoundland blueberries. We've done a parsnip beer. Uh, we've done some local hops. We've done, you know, some um, um, what do you call it—the stinger nettles. Um, yeah, so we try to keep, uh, you know, Irina and then do our seasonals to be very local and very. Now, now yeah. you kind
0: of <laughs> you you kind of ran over one that I really want to like. You caught my t- parsnip. Did you say parsnip? I
1: said parsnip, yes.
0: Oh my goodness! Uh, I've never had a parsnip beer. What on earth is the flavor profile of that?
1: Okay, so I've been begging the brewmaster to make that for quite a while because I'm a chef by trade and I love parsnip. Like it's a, it's an underutilized or undervalued root vegetable to my mind because if you don't cook it properly, it can be very floury and very, Mm. you know. But it needs to be. It's got a lot of sugar. It's got a lot of starch. So it's got a lot of sugar. So we fire roasted it in our wood fire oven before we actually put it into the brew, um, to just give it to just bring out the sugars and and give it a nice more complex uh, flavor. But it was very earthy. But I got to tell you, um, it was. By far, still to this day, my favorite beer we've ever made. Uh, sips are very expensive. <laughs> so we don't make it
0: out I, of I time. didn't know that. I've, yeah. I, there, there are things I've got to learn. I, one of them, I really want to ask you: Are you brewing on site? Is everything brewed on site, or is it off site? Do you bottle? Do you distribute? I've got hundreds of questions for you, Brenda.
1: We do bottle on site so our brew house is on site as well in the restaurant and um and our storage you know our and our bright tanks and and all that we do all that there. we do uh bottle and can um as well, so we tend to bottle the seasonals the limited production and that's usually in a five hundred ml bottle um and then our cans are in the typical you know three hundred fifty five ml um uh, I can, and um, yeah. So we do, of course. We have it on tap as well at some um, of our sister restaurants. Uh, we have a Yellow Belly uh, restaurant in the airport here in Saint John's, and we have Raleigh's Irish and Pump, um, that both carry our, our products as well.
0: Hmm. Well, I've certainly been down to uh, to Mallard Cottage and places like that. So locally, you would find it in a, a number of very um, uh, probably friendly uh, restaurants and bars. You'd find your product as well.
1: Well, we're working on it. Um, we are a very small brewery, and most times in the peak season of summer, when we have most tourists around, we can't produce enough for ourselves. So we don't have it in other venues during the summer. Uh, we are working on an expansion program plan as we speak um, to put in a bigger brewery so that we can grow our brands. We also do, um, you know, some seasonal berry ones. We did a bake apple. So Ooh. bake apple is a cloud berry. Some people would know it as a cloud yes. berry here and. Land. And Labrador, we call it a Bay Capital. It's a very well known berry to our land. And it is beautiful. Now they're also, you know, very hard to pick and very um expensive because they're very limited quantity and they grow in a marsh and, you know, on a, a thorny bush, like a rose bush almost. Um and so they're tedious to pick and, and they 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 need um, you know, a nice damp Gosh. uh summer. So yeah, so they can be expensive, but they are beautiful. They're, they're peach colour. Okay, there's um
0: peach colored i I, you know what you brenda you've sold me i've got to taste this uh, i've got to get on a plane like this afternoon and come out and ta- i I know it's probably you said it's a, a session ale so it's it's only available at certain seasons right
1: that's right that one's available certain seasons yeah
0: like, is it all gone now
1: it's all got to oh, okay. Year. I'm not
0: going to get on a plane this afternoon. Then
1: <laughs> we do. We do a mummers brew now. We've got two in the hop right now. We've got our our St. Patrick's Day pale ale coming out um, that we will feature at our sister restaurant O'Reilly's because St. Patty's Day and all. Oh, and yes. we do have a beer coming out for International Women's Day. Um, it's a fruit beer. It's a mango blood orange and and lemon beer that's coming out for March the eighth for International Women's Day. Oh my and um, yeah, so yeah.
0: And what about the labeling? Um, are you using local artists? I apologize, folks. Out right there in Radioland, you probably think, what is he doing interviewing somebody that he's never tasted their beer? I, it's because I'm intrigued. I ran into a young man who works at your brewery, uh, John, uh, in Dublin, and, and he told me all about Yellow... As much as I know about Yellow Belly, I've learned from him, but th- I, obviously there's much more to know. Brenda... You know, I'm going to sound really educated here. How many hectoliters do you actually produce? I, I have no idea what a hectoliter actually looks like, but anyways, it just. No. <laughs> yeah,
1: now you're speaking. Now you're speaking over my head.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. Mine too. You know, if you had to estimate, you know, uh, no, let's go to some more physical stuff. Brew pub. How many seats do you have?
1: Oh, it's a big facility. It's a historic building. It was originally built in the early 1700s, and we saved this old building from being torn down. It spans um, five, well, four floors and a basement. Uh, It was corrected, Uh, but it's a five-story building all the same, and uh, we house in our basement. We house what we call the underbelly. It's our speakeasy. Speakeasy. Oh,
0: (laughs) do you have to have a special code to get in?
1: Yeah, but I can let you know. It's in like (laughs) Flynn. Okay. Um, that's my husband's last name, and so it's it's a funny joke. But anyway, um, so the speakeasy specializes in, you know, of course, our beautiful craft beer, but we also do, you know, the classic cocktails in the 20s and 30s. Yeah, and so and it's very romantic, uh, you know, dimly lit room, beautiful. No natural lights, you don't know if it's night, spring, summer, winter, or fall. Um, you can get lost in the moment down there really easy. Then I popped over to their little workhorse section, which is where, the, where you can see the brewery actually working. Um, that's open every day, all the time. And then we've got our main kitchen floor, and we're really creative in our names. So that's actually where the kitchen is located. So we call that floor the kitchen floor. <laughs> um, and then we have on the top two floors, we have our event space, which we call the public house. And it's where we house weddings and conventions or any you know, larger gathering. Um, and it is beautiful. It's a beautiful old historic building. And um, it's one of the most photographed corners in all of the province as well, because it it's corner of Georgian Water, which is, you know, phenomenal location. But there's a Ron Hines statue right across the street from the Yellow Valley building. Um, and our building, we have the the side is a big, beautiful stone canvas, and we had a local artisan paint our brand there a number of years ago, and he has since passed away, but it's very iconic from a picture perspective. So, cool. Wow.
0: wow, that's fantastic. Brenda, do you serve... You said bottles and cans and on tap. Are there pictures? Are there are there people... You know, I, you know, I've been to a lot of places, too, where they have, um, like, their own uh, mugs. Do you have, like... People who come in every day or every week, and they have their own mug on the wall.
1: We don't have that. Who knows? Maybe a fifteenth anniversary we might oh. launch it. But we do have lots of regulars that come in daily, and we do have uh, logo glasses. We don't do jugs, actually. Um, um, we don't. We we um, we do samplers, though. You can come in and have, um, you know, a four sample, five, six, up to as many as we may have on tap. Um, yeah. So the samplers really good, especially if you want to try them all. Um, and you know you don't want to overdrink. <laughs> mm. um, the sampler is always a good choice because you can try all of, the yeah, all so of them and decide
0: pack. decide which one you really want to have more of. It's it's a exactly. great. It's I wish that grocery stores would work harder at that. I know Costco and places like that do. You know tastings and and I think it's wonderful that you can taste a, a little something. Okay, so you start downstairs perhaps on the pub side or maybe in the speakeasy, and. Uh, I don't know if food is available down in the speakeasy, but most often you go upstairs to your kitchen floor. Um, there's a menu. What what's on the menu?
1: So we do specialize in things that go with beer. Um, you know, and we make everything ourselves from scratch. We do have, have a wood fire pizza oven, 100% wood fire. And we use actually the spent grain from the brewing process. We dehydrate it and we actually include it into our pizza dough, um, which makes the pizza dough very unique. So it's a thin crust pizza dough. Um, and it's very lovely. And we do, I mean, we're very well known for our pizzas. Um, and we've got one of my favorites. And actually, it's the second best selling pizza we have on the menu. And it's fig jam, arugula, and prosciutto pizza, and it's very good, and it's, oh. well, I mean, people love it, but our most popular one is the Sicilian with, you know, the all the meats. Yes. <laughs> um, and then the next one to that will do the margarita, but then we do a whole bunch of other ones. We do the Caesar salad pizza, you know, we do a buffalo chicken pizza, cheeseburger pizza, all kinds of pizzas. But burgers is another thing that we, we do a lot of, and we have several burgers. We have vegetarian, we have turkey, we have um, uh, pork, we have Beef. We have you know, gluttonous ones. We have light ones. We have them all, and of course, uh, street food. You know, anything around the world, street food. We do arancini. We do lettuce wraps. We do mussels. Newfoundland mussels Ooh. are are all cultured here in Newfoundland, Labrador. We have 48 Newfoundland um, mussel farms, and they're the first mussel in North America to be certified organic. Um, they are 100% organic. All of the farms, the the mussels are grown on cotton socks in a in a you know a very well protected um, yes. harbor. Yes. And yeah, so the mussels are beautiful here. They really are. Um, and we do you know wings? Of course, we do wings. Of course, we do nachos. We do mm. you know deep-fried pickles, pretzels, anything you would want with a beer, we do.
0: I love the concept of pretzels because, you know, that's a really good, a beer and a pretzel, a little bit of salt, and and before you know it, next you're walking into the the menu world and you're looking at what you can have and eat. Um, So, you know, it's really difficult, this industry during COVID and others. I, I hate to go there, but it's kind of intriguing to me and I'm sure to listeners. How did you cope during COVID with five floors of of dining uh or beer drinking and and how did you how did you get all through it
1: <laughs> I don't think we are yet oh. <laughs> um you know I mean I think the industry um you know the tourism industry was extremely hit hard but the food and beverage side was the hardest hit and um we're still making our way, way back through it you know we're a bunch of entrepreneurs we believe in what we do it's a you know the restaurant industry, the brewing industry, the food and beverage industry overall is an industry of passion. Mm. you got to love to do it, and we do love it, and we will find our way through it. But at the beginning, we quickly pivoted, like most people, to, you know, online ordering, um, delivery, um, you know, take out um that kind of thing and uh, so some of those stayed with us through the pandemic but we were lucky enough when we finally were allowed to be opened at yellow valley because we have the five floors um and because we were you know the space you had
0: space for people yeah Uh. right
1: so we could sprawl our restaurant over to five floors and still give people space and we put up Um, you know, walls between our benches that we never had before um, and stuff like that. So we give people protection and people the feeling of, you know, extra feeling of safety. Of course, we did all the things that we were supposed to do, you know, sanitizing tables, wiping down the menus and using QR codes and, you know, and one-way glasses and all those kinds of things. So, you know, we made our way through it. Um, And, you know, we think 2023, 2024 is going to be our time to shine. Um, And we're looking forward to our 15th anniversary. I don't want to look backwards
0: anymore I'm gonna go looking forward Ah, no kidding so when you pivoted you did more bottling more canning and people supported you throughout that time
1: they did. You know, Supporting Local was a big campaign here in this province, and people did do that. And we actually, our government allowed us to be able to um, do off-site sales as well, which we weren't allowed before that. We weren't allowed to sell liquor out our doors. Um, we could now sell full bottles of liquor, wine, and our own beer. Um, all restaurants could, and all breweries could now, so we could do delivery as well. So they allowed that to happen. That's still in existence, so that's one of the good things that came out of mm-hmm. COVID, um, was the ability to be able to do that. That, which is great. Um so yes, yeah, so there was lots of things that we could pivot to. Um and like I said, our space, the fact that we were such a large venue, we were able to do some sprawling. Not so lucky at my other location at the airport though, because when our borders no. were closed and no one was flying, yes. I wasn't so happy. No.
0: No, no <laughs> and kidding. Yeah,
1: O'Reilly's is a live music venue, so you know no one could dance or have fun. I I joked at one point, I said We're the anti-hospitality (laughs) business. Don't have any fun people. (laughs) It sounds like
0: you're a lot of fun. And I'm sure that your whole team is. Uh, Have there been people, I'm intrigued sometimes, you know, business starts, entrepreneurs get their, you know, they get passionate about things. They hire a whole team of people. Have some of your staff been with you right from the beginning, from the get-go?
1: Our brewmaster has actually been with us uh, since before we opened because we actually engaged him a couple of years before we opened to, you know, help us find the right equipment and to write the right recipes. And so he's been with us, God, I guess, going on 18 years now. Um, and some of our, you know, staff have been with us a long time. Some of our chefs and cooks um, at at Aradi's our head bartender, our night manager there has been with us We're open 26 years and he's been with us 25 of the 26 years. And, you know, they stuck with us during COVID. So, you know, was well,
0: a lot of uh, you know, and now i've got a, another sense of of something, so you actually weren't um you know you were veterans of this industry already when you opened yellow belly. Uh, I didn't realize that if you've been in business for twenty another another nine years beyond yellow belly you you've got the pattern right, brenda
1: well, I think we're determined and <laughs> stubborn
0: <laughs> that is a trait of Newfoundland, yes, for sure. <laughs>
1: Well,
0: yeah. So do, do you get famous people come in to to come and dine? I mean, you, you obviously got a, a, a cultural uh, traction and, and you're at the right corner, the right. Lo- it's about location, 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 isn't it? And, and do you get famous people come and go, oh, I've been wanting to taste some of this beer for some time?
1: You know, we have had lots of famous people come in through our doors. Um, and, uh, you know, we got a lot of local famous people too. Oh, yes. I mean, Alan, Alan Doyle and Alan Huckle and Mark and, you know, so they've all frequented our places many times. I consider them friends of mine. But Jason Momoa was there one night, um, you know, so, uh, you know, Akuma. <laughs> yes. So, um, you know, uh, he was here shooting a, a, a show, um, and uh, he came into, into the Under Valley quite often. Um, but, you know, in Aronis, we have Russell Crowe perform on stage one night. So, wow. yeah, we've had a lot of famous people come through our doors over the years.
0: So, here's the menu, here's the beer, uh, and you said now we're talking about performers coming. To uh, Is that something that happens on a regular basis, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday? Is that something that attracts people to come in?
1: You know, I think the... The location, the history of the building, the beer, the great food. I think it's all of it. Um, but I think the building, when you, if you're walking up Water Street, or walking down George, and you don't know who we are, and you've never been to St. John's before, the building is enticing. You will mm. want to come in our building. Mm. Um, it's it's stoutrous. I mean, it's there. It's a corner. Um, you know, it's it's old. Um, you know, so it's got a lot going for it when it comes to that. It's in the entertainment district because it's on the corner of George and Water, and George Street, of course, is the live. Uh, venues live music venues and yep. you know george street is famous in in canada um and uh you know so it's got a great location the bears are well balanced they're beautiful they're you know they're moreish i haven't i mean i know i'm biased in my brewery <laughs> but i do try a lot of beer and everywhere i go i try other people's bears and well, i got to tell you ours are delicious
0: you you've whetted my appetite for tasting your product is there a chance that anywhere in Canada, or do you, I'm going to use the word export, do you export off, off Newfoundland to the rest of Canada? Or to Canada? In fact, if you're in Newfoundland, you call it Canada, right? It's a, yeah, if you're
1: Well, we are in Canada, right? I know, I know.
0: But to the j- mainland.
1: To the mainland,
0: <laughs> there we go. Do yeah. you export a little
1: bit? Not yet, but we are working on it. We have a... Um, We bought a cathedral in a town just outside of St. John's, about an hour's drive, and we actually are are right now, as we speak, Working on it, and we will hopefully have our brewery open before the end of uh, twenty twenty three. So that is our expansion brewery for uh, for export and for creating you know more domestic uh, market for ourselves. Um, Yeah, so we are um, working on that as we speak.
0: Oh, that's marvelous! Because I know that like Dildo as is uh, as a destination, I've I've had beer from there. Uh, I've I've certainly I I would pursue that. I'm sure that people out there in Radio Land are going. I, I've got to, I've got to go to Newfoundland so
1: Jesus. when we get that opened in Harbour Grace so like when you come out that area yep. Dildo is literally a 20 minute drive from Harbour Grace and also the Bacaloo, um, uh Trail Brewery is only 20 minutes the other way so, so you can do, can a, do a little tour way. Exactly, oh. and then there's a Newfoundland distillery yes. which is in Beach, which is just I after Peter well.
0: Rabbit. I know it yeah. well. They've so got a gunpowder, gunpowder version. A gunpowder rose, maybe I don't know. It's a right. re- yeah. the Newfoundland has really. I mean, when I went the last time, I was shaken to the core by the quality of the food at Raymond's. I was I was stunned by what was over at Mallard Cottage. I, I, I applaud what you're doing.
1: Yeah, you know, we have become a food destination for sure. Um, and, you know, it always has been for a long time. It's just that we you know, we're so remote and so, you know, the far east coast of Canada, you know. Um it's not an accidental destination,
0: but no, it's, you have to plan. it's well worth
1: it's well worth putting on your bucket list.
0: Now, have you lived anywhere else in the world?
1: I have. Um, like every other good Newfoundlander, I lived in Alberta for a while.
0: I thought you might. Oh my goodness! <laughs> in Fort McMurray or somewhere else?
1: Yeah, that's right, Fort Maciel.
0: Yep, yeah, I I I know it because and and so many people who've worked in Long Harbour and other places have worked in Sudbury and Elliott Lake and and they come back and well they come back because they miss it. What is it about Newfoundland that really makes people feel at home, even if they're not from there? What is it? Is it is it the personality of the people? Is it the warmth? Is it the what is it, Brenda?
1: the sense of family yeah yeah it's the people it's the culture it's the place you know and sometimes it's the weather because we while well, we get you know sometimes a bad rap for weather mm. on the east coast now the west coast of newfoundland gets a little harsher weather and of course the big land uh you know labrador it can get really cold in the winter oh, yes. um but st johns and that area of the province we hover in the winter between minus 5 oh, i know but it's the North
0: banana coast. belt Right? It's so, like, the, it's yeah. not as
1: traumatic as people think, and, and like, um, you know, while, you know, we should all help to <laughs> to control uh, global warming, um, our our summers are getting hotter, um, mm. and, uh, you know, we did have a great summer this past summer, weather-wise, right? Um, but, you know, we're, as Newfoundlanders, we, and a lot of people who travel that are from warm places, kind of fun and refreshing, because they can actually breathe and they're not yes. overheated, and they can go outside and enjoy the outside. It's As opposed to wanting to get into an air-conditioned building, right? So, I think we got a lot going on. I think
0: you should come over. I think I walked from the Sheraton Hotel up to uh, the the top of the hill, Signal Hill, and then I walked down to uh, Kitty Vitty, and I think I went through five different (laughs) climate zones. Certainly, five different kinds of weather.
1: It's not the weather that's bad as your clothing.
0: Uh, That's true. Well, and at the end of our destination, we'd show up at Yellow Belly and we'd uh, we'd, uh, feed our soul. We'd warm our hearts. Uh, I'm sure you've got some soups and uh, things as well. If we wanted to go to a a menu, uh, just Google Yellow Belly or is there anything special we need to do to find you?
1: It's on our website, yellowbellybrewery.com. And, um, you know, if you're interested in, in seeing what we do daily, follow us on our social media.
0: No, no kidding. And you probably have swag, too. T-shirts, all the rest of it.
1: We do have swag as well, yes.
0: Wow. Okay, Brenda. I, and, you know, and your team. And John, who I've met on my flight from Dublin. I want to wish you the best of success for 23, 24, uh, and the future. And make great beers, but keep doing what you're doing. We're, We're enthusiastic about it. Brenda, thank you so much for being a guest here on QOLT on qol today this is hugh cruzell and uh the program is available to you at six o'clock on thursdays on cklu 96.7 on your fm dial listen to radio garden as well that's another option or podcast uh, asynchronous listening for your enjoyment brenda last words if you were going to have a It's, it's about that time of day in newfoundland it's it's what time is it right now
1: it's uh yeah
0: it's four o'clock four (laughs) o'clock you you could have a beer what are you gonna have if you had a beer right now from yellow belly which one
1: i i would have the fighting irish pale ale the fighting irish is my favorite yeah
0: that's a great way to start the evening and and you know you could uh, as brenda mentioned you can sample them all just drop in at yellow belly in the heart of the entertainment district in downtown st john's newfoundland Brenda, thank you again for your time. Oh, thank you. Fantastic. Mm-hmm.